Welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast on NewWorkRevolution.com. Take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution. Here's your host, Brandon Allen. Welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast. This is your host, Brandon Allen, and I am excited to bring you another business and leadership podcast this week. And today's topic came in the form of a revelation from an email I got this weekend. And it's an email that I'm glad I sat on for a couple of days because when I first got the email, it kind of pissed me off. I'm not going to lie. So I get this email and the email starts like this. It says, Brandon, hey, I hope you're doing well. It's been a while. Hope everything's going great. Okay, good. Hey, we're getting off to the right start. Hey, I like where we're going with this. I'm so sorry to bother you, but I am stuck with this and I needed your help. We, against your advice to get started in blah, 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 and I'll stop there. And the reason why this email frustrated me is because it comes from a place of not valuing coaching, advice, and their own growth and development appropriately. And when I saw that email, I, I it just it really set me off. And and the part of the reason is because this is a client that I helped get to a new level of revenue that they'd ever achieved before. There's a lot of different dynamics within the organization that are dysfunctional that need some work. And when it came time to do some additional work, and basically what I do for a lot of people is I do a retainer model for clients, um, sometimes after a, a year of working together, sometimes right up front. And the retainer model is very, in my opinion, for the level of coaching that we give inexpensive. And I do that for a reason. Number one, I love entrepreneurship and I want to help the small business owner. I want to help them be successful. And we have created opportunities, tons of opportunities for small business owners to be successful. So we've, we've made it very reasonable for people to work with us. This person, when I talked with them about it, they said, Oh gosh, you know, it's just, exp it's too expensive. And you know, when you hear that, and, and I know as compared to what is what I'm thinking, but this person didn't want to work with me anymore because it was too expensive. But now because they've gone against my advice and the advice of someone that I brought in. So this was really a real estate question, a real estate related question, particularly in the commercial real estate realm. So when these folks ran into an issue with some commercial property, I brought in someone who's forgotten more about real estate than most people will ever know about it to help them work through this process. Only after I told them, you're making a mistake buying a building in this area with the business model that you're doing, my advice to them was to what we call win then play, test the idea, see if it works. If it's got some traction, then we'll do a phase two or a level two, which may include buying a commercial building or whatever it is. And they're like, nah, you know what? We're just going to go big, go big or go home. After I tried to kind of talk around the situation and help them, I said, you know what? Let me bring in an expert. Let's at least make sure you do it right. Going against all of that advice, they decided to move forward. And now they're in a situation where 
things have gotten serious delayed and there's real money on the line here. We're not talking about not doing something that might cost you a hundred, a thousand or, or even $10,000. We're talking seven figure numbers in this decision. And now this person is coming back to me and saying, Hey, Hey, bro, I, I know I, did, I, I didn't need your help. It was too expensive, but gosh, you know what? I'd really like your help now. I know that giving advice is what you get paid for, but hey, can you give me a freebie? Can you help me out? And here's the thing. If you send me that email after that conversation of it's too expensive, my advice or my comment to you is, boy, how much less would that have cost if we would have continued working together and I could have helped and supported you through this situation? We're talking about, again, we're talking about stepping over dollars to pick up dimes is really what this person is doing. So it, this whole situation inspired me. I've got a two-part podcast series uh, for the next couple of weeks on how to use coaching effectively. Now, when I say how to use coaching effectively, I'm not just talking about hiring a coach or a consultant like myself, but I'm talking about, look, if you're a manager, a leader, if you work for someone else, how can you utilize that person in a coaching capacity to its utmost potential? How can you do that? So the first piece of advice that I want to give in part one of this series is have something you want to learn or an area where you want to break through. Look, if you want coaching, if you want help, you've got to have an idea of where you need the help. And sometimes I run into people that they, they think they want coaching and they, they think they need a breakthrough. But when it comes down to really identifying that, they're really not sure. They're like, you know, I don't really know. I don't know where I want to break through. I don't know where I need help. Now, as a coach, and I think one of my particular gifts is really diving into someone's situation, asking good questions to really get at the bottom, get to the bottom of what is really going on. But sometimes it's so hard to get through that. At the end of the day, we're left with, I don't really know where to go with this conversation. So if you want to break through, if you want coaching, if you want to utilize that, make sure you have an area that you want to pinpoint and work on. Coaching is mostly about what the person on the end of the call or the end of, you know, across the, the table or whatever it is, whatever they need to work on, that's what it's about. And in coaching, a lot of times a, a, a business owner will try to make it about everything but them. You know, they deflect, they defer everything, and it's never about them. It's about, well, my team needs to do this better, or this is what showed up in my results, and it's never tied to what they're doing personally. So understand that coaching is about you, and it's about where you want to get a breakthrough personally, because when you break through as a leader in your business, you're going to be a better catalyst for everything else that happens within your organization. So the second piece of this is do the work. And don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone. So if you're going to get coaching, if you're going to ask for help, then you better expect to get uncomfortable because if you're not willing to get uncomfortable, what the heck are you doing coaching for? There's no reason for it. There's no reason for coaching if you're not going to do the work and get uncomfortable. And good coaching is going to make you uncomfortable. I always tell people at the beginning of a relationship, listen, at some point in time, I'm going to push you hard and that might piss you off. And at that point, we're really starting to coach. That's when we're really getting into it. That part where you're mad at me because I say something that you don't want to hear and I ask you to go somewhere where you don't want to go, that's where growth is. 
So let's go there, even though it's hard. The clients who get the best results with the work that we do is be, are those clients that look at that and it makes them uncomfortable and they don't want to do it, but they realize, you know what? This is what I need to do. I, I've got to step into that realm. And as a, as a client or as an end user of coaching, you've got to make the value happen. And I, I see a lot of people who sit back with their arms folded and they treat coaching like a, like it's a, a magic show or some form of entertainment where it's like, all right, teach me the next trick, monkey. Teach me what I need to know. And then if the tricks don't come fast enough, they get frustrated by the coaching. But it's on us as coachees to really go through and, and pull the value from the coaching that we can pull from. We're responsible for the value that we get. So if I take responsibility and the person across from me takes responsibility for results, nine times out of ten, we're going to get results. We're going to get the results that we need to get, and it's going to be powerful. But if we don't do that, if I don't take responsibility as the coach, if you don't take responsibility as the coachee, it's very unlikely that coaching results are going to happen. So think about that. Do the work. Don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone. Number three, be the kind of client that you want to be for your own end users. So whether it's patients, clients, customers, buyers, whatever you call them, if you want people to show up for you a certain way, my question to you is how do you show up for other people? Let me give you the example of the person who says something's too expensive. That's exactly the kind of person where other people show up in their life and tell them that their stuff's too expensive and everything becomes about price because we're focused on price. Now, I don't mean this in some kind of a Law of Attraction, The Secret. I mean, look, I could burn that movie to the ground. I, I'll burn every one of those books. I don't even care about The Secret, The Law of Attraction. But I will say this. When we show up a certain way in our life, we attract certain things to us as a result of that. So if you're a total shit show, for me as a coachee, you're, you're probably attracting others who behave that way for you. And I get sometimes clients who are a mess. They never have time. They're showing up late. They no show calls. And then they get frustrated when their end users do the same thing to them. So it's always fascinated me that in a, in a business like ours, and I work with mainly service based business owners, that you would treat someone a way that you would hate to be treated as a service based business owner. No showing, canceling at the last minute being 20 minutes late, giving some poor excuse for why you didn't make the call or why you were late. And I've told people before, sometimes people give me a half-assed excuse for why they didn't show up. And I look at them and I say, hey, if I, if you were, uh, if one of your employees came to you and gave you that weak-ass excuse, what would you say? Normally, when I ask that question, it gets people's attention because they think about it and they think, man, if my employee gave me an excuse like that, I'd be pissed. And I said, okay, think about that for a second. So if you want to have an effective coaching relationship, be the kind of client that you want to be for your own end users. If you're a mess, other people are going to show up as a mess for you. So get it together and show up in a powerful way. When you show up in a powerful way, what you're saying is, I'm looking for results. I'm looking for a breakthrough. But when you don't do that, what you're saying is results don't matter. I say they're important, but my actions 
have determined a completely different destiny for me. So think about how you're showing up for anyone who coaches or mentors you. Are you showing up 100%? And here's the last piece of advice as I close this whole thing. If you're going to pay for advice and you're going to ask for advice, then my advice to you is to listen to the advice. Because if you don't, then why get coaching? I mean, if I bring someone in who has 30 years experience in a particular area that you need help with, and you do the exact opposite of what that person tells you, I expect it to not go well for you. I expect that because of your own ignorance and your own ego and whatever pride or whatever else gets in your way that you can't listen to someone else, you reap what you sow. Don't send me an email later crying about the results that happen because you are too prideful to take advice for someone else because in the end it's look I take advice that that fought, you know that sits well with me and is what I already what is already thinking but I reject advice that's against my own nature what the hell are you looking for growth for if you just want to be comfortable and continue to follow your same broken thought process that has led you to the place that you're at and I'm not saying that everyone is in a broken place but at some point, we, we get to a plateau, we get to a level where we can't take ourselves any further. We've gotten as far as we can go on our own. We need someone to come in and help us. And that's what good coaching is all about. And the last part of this is, look, if you're already a know-it-all, then don't bother with coaching. Look, if you already know it all and you're the smartest person ever and no one can tell you anything, who cares about a coach but caution? Here's my word of caution to you. Just remember that you that is a function of some other issue that's going on whether it be pride whether it be a overcompensating for our own inadequacy but being the smartest person in the room is never a good idea because there's always things that we can learn from other people and there's always opportunities for learning if we're open to it but we're, if we're not open to it those opportunities never come and we end up living a very cyclical life we end up always stagnating in the results that we're looking for, and we end up really frustrated. So listen to me. If you are a supervisor that you're coaching people, if you're someone who gets coaching from someone else, whatever it is in your coaching paradigm, think about how you can coach effectively and use coaching more effectively in your own life. I know I have blind spots that I need help with. You probably have blind spots that you need help with. But here's the thing. Value coaching appropriately. Utilize it to its fullest extent, and I promise you, if you do that, your coach or whoever mentors you will help you get to the next level in your life as well. So I want to thank everyone for listening this week. Make sure you stay tuned for part two. Another thing I wanted to mention is not only is the New Work Revolution podcast on iTunes, but we're also on Stitcher now. So that is a new development. So check us out on Stitcher as well. And if you enjoyed the show and it was powerful, please share it with others. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for listening to the New Work Revolution podcast on newworkrevolution.com. Until next time, take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution.